Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. Hello, welcome. My name is Angel. If you have not been here, I'm a PT. I am a third year pharmacy student. I am trying to live my best gym girl life, though it is obviously a mission because that gym girl is not perfect. And we are out here just trying to take it as it comes and just figuring it all out as we go. And I'm here to share that burden with you. So recap, this week, health-wise, okay, it was my 21st birthday on Monday and that was awesome. But then my body decided to shut down and I was sick for two days and I had an exam meanwhile. And also I woke up on Friday with Basically, my whole face was swollen, covered in hives, and I had somewhat of an allergic reaction to I don't know what. And I ended up in accident and emergency, which is beautiful. And then the day after, it was my 21st birthday party with all of my family and friends. Wild, wild times. Obviously, my body was shutting down. Mentally, I knew it was coming. I should have listened. I should have listened, but I thought, no, I can push through. I can do this. I am that perfect girl. No, every perfect gym girl needs a rest, needs a break, needs to recuperate, needs to eat enough food. Hello, like what? Who? We're not superwomen out here. Even superwoman needs a break. So I think I was just kidding myself and ignoring all of the red flags like I have done in past relationships. I should have known better. Girl, I learned from those red flags and those toxic relationships. I need to learn about the red flags in my own relationship with my body. Well, that's okay. Now it is time to get back into the uni-ish because I am quite behind. I'm sure you might know what it's like to be behind in your studies because I am and I'm drowning, but that's okay. And it's also time to get back on track with my gym stuff you know, eating things that fuel my body and lifting weights and doing all that stuff that makes me feel good. It made me think though, what does it mean to be back on track? When did I fall off track? When was there ever a track? What even is the track? Why can I not stay on the track? Who, like what, what do we mean? Because I feel like some people literally 
go out on a Friday night, get hammered, and then wake up the next morning and like, mm, I'm off track now. Um, I'm just going to spend the next three or two days eating whatever I can. And don't worry, Monday, I'll start again. Monday, I'll go back on track. But just because you had a night out, does that mean you fell off track? Or does that mean you just parked the station and you're just like getting a refuel and then you're going to hop back on and we're all good to go. Just keep blowing on. Why do you have to wait till Monday, babe? So I don't really know. I kind of wanted to relate this to a bigger topic, which is why you cannot stay on track with your goals and with your wants and ambitions. Why? Why can we not keep going? And it made me think, okay, we're on track to what? What are we on track to? Goals. Okay, so why can't we achieve these goals? And so I did some Googling, you know, like as every great podcaster does, I Googled <laughs> legitimate Googling. Okay, I went on this website called PubMed, which is where we basically get all of our, I hate the word get, what? I always say that, where we acquire all of our research for our pharmacy projects and research projects and that sort of thing. And I read something super interesting and I wanted to share it with you. So it states... <laughs> That fitspiration or fitspo or fitness content on social media could negatively influence participants. It was a study, so obviously they're participants. Could negatively influence participants' well-being and perception of healthy goals. Perception of healthy goals. Okay, when I read the sentence, I was like, what? Okay, stay with me here, babes. Perception of healthy goals. Perhaps you cannot stay on track because the end goal or the end destination is not realistic, sustainable, or healthy. Perhaps you are looking, and this is obviously a big assumption, perhaps you're looking at all these other beautiful fitspo and fitness inspiration and content and people in your life and whatever you're doing, or maybe it's just an internal thing where you have acquired or chosen a goal that isn't healthy and isn't sustainable and isn't realistic. And obviously the word health is personalized, but to be honest, I think it really truly comes down to choosing a goal that is sustainable and realistic. So this is why I really wanted to take a sec and go, why aren't you staying on track for your goals? You know, is it that you're having one night out where you get super drunk and then, you know, the next day you hop back onto the bandwagon and you're all good? Or is it that you're yo-yoing? Or is it that you feel like you buy all these gym memberships and you never, ever go? Or you try all these bad diets and they never work? Or you sign up and chat to a PT and it just never, ever turns out. You keep putting in the effort and you feel like you're constantly failing. Why is that? And perhaps it's because you've chosen something that isn't sustainable and realistic for your life. So I've decided to break this down into six... Yes, six major points. So let's just get into it, okay? Also, before I start this, please share, like, put it on your story, tag me at Angel Wallace Miles because, you know, we want all of our beautiful friends and our beautiful gals and if you're not a gal, guy, in between, whatever you identify as, to feel comfortable in the gym and feel excited about the gym and to feel like their worries or their concerns or... The inability to stay on track is actually valid 
and it's okay. And just because you've failed so many times at trying to lose the weight or be a better version of yourself or to be a fitter or healthier version of yourself, just because it hasn't stuck in the past doesn't mean you can't do it. It does not mean you can't do it. It just means perhaps you didn't go about it the right way. Okay. And we're here to solve this together. Let's freaking go. Strap yourself in. Let's go. Also, I hope you're on a freaking hot girl walk or something like strut that stuff. I love that TikTok trend where they're like strutting on the treadmill. Such a vibe. Anyway, I won't get distracted. Numero one. I don't even know if that was French or not. Not French. Spanish. I don't even know if that was Spanish. Number one. What is the goal? What is the goal? Okay. I hate goals because I think that people get totally consumed by them. So we're going to choose our goal and then we're going to tell it to fuck off. So let's choose our goal. Part 1A. <laughs> what is the goal? Be specific. Are you going to lose X percent body fat? Are you going to fit into your formal dress by September? Is it for a health reason? Do you have diabetes? Do you want to better your cardiovascular health? Do you want to run two kilometers in 12 minutes? Whatever it is, try to make it measurable. Okay. Is it through prog- progress pictures? Try to choose a goal that is actually measurable and you can see, you can see the progress, you know, with body fat loss or running a distance or progress pictures or a dress size, you can measure it. And it's not to say, I don't want you to have a tech toxic relationship. If you can't weigh yourself, do not weigh yourself. If you have a toxic relationship with a scale, take progress pictures, babe. You don't have to weigh yourself. Just do something that is measurable. Choose a goal that is measurable. Okay. Second part of this, is the goal healthy? So when I say healthy, example, losing 10 kilos of body fat in three weeks, for most people, like 99% of people, losing 10 kilos of body fat in three weeks isn't realistic. Or if you're already a tiny little beautiful little thing, do you need to lose five kilos of body fat? Or if you've, you know, got a poor relationship with food, is losing X body fat or X kilos or trying to go on this health journey by yourself healthy? Running a marathon in a week when you've never run a mile before, that's not realistic or healthy. You need to choose a goal that you know is going to be sustainable and healthy and not cause you detriment mentally or physically. I don't want you to have a bad relationship with food. I don't want you to cut everything out of your diet just so you can fit into a dress size. You need to ensure that the goal that you're choosing is going to better your quality of life, not take away from it, okay? So, for example, you know, sitting on the couch and eating ridiculous amount of macas, that's not good for your quality of life, okay? It promotes poor cardiovascular health, high cholesterol, Lots of um, high LDL, which are the bad fats in quotation marks. But then on the opposite side of the scale, cutting everything out and only eating a thousand calories and overtraining, that's not a good quality of life either. And I wouldn't say that's healthy. So you need to find a happy medium and ensure that your goal, whatever it is, is healthy and sustainable. Moving on from that point three, does the goal fit realistically into my life? So we've had measurable goal, healthy goal, slash sustainable. Third is realistic. Does it fit into your schedule? So you running, I don't know, 
that two kilometers in 12 minutes. If you're now going, okay, so if I'm going to run the the two kilometers, that means I want to go running four times a week. If you're working a nine to five, you're a busy mum, or you're looking after your family, or you've got a second job, or you're studying at uni, is that going to fit into your schedule running four times a week? Or maybe should we go, actually, I can only run three times a week. So I'm going to have to extend out my goal and run that two kilometers, maybe and give myself an extra month. Again, is it going to fit realistically in terms of fatigue? Because you don't want to tire yourself out. You want to make sure that when you're going to run, you actually have a little bit of energy. Obviously, there's a bit of discipline to it, but you want to wake up and feel energized. You don't want to feel exhausted for the rest of the day, not be able to focus in class or not be able to, you know, focus at work. So it's making sure that you can really fit that goal into your life. Now, fourth thing, fourth, why are you not staying on track with your goal? You've chosen an awesome goal. It's measurable. It's healthy. It's realistic. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Stick. It's sustainable. It fits in your schedule. It it's just working for you. You've ticked all three things, but it's still not working. You're still yo-yoing. You can't, like, you just, you can't drop the weight or, you know, it's been four weeks now and you haven't seen any progress with your pictures. Well, look, I say this with love and respect, but are you being honest? I never want to accuse people of not being honest, but I know it from personal, personal events I haven't been honest with trainers sometimes. You know, if your weight hasn't shifted and your goal is to lose weight, have you been logging your food honestly? Have you genuinely put yourself into a calorie deficit if that's your goal? Have you been attending the gym sessions that you committed to? If there is something not going right, why? Do you need to reevaluate what is you've committed to and is this too much for you? Because there's got to be a reason. You know, if you're not hitting those goals or losing that weight and you are in a calorie deficit, there's something not right there. You know, maybe you're not really in a calorie deficit and you need to reduce the food to a healthy, sustainable amount. But I don't know. This was something that was personal to me. I wasn't honest with how much I was eating And I wasn't seeing the results because I wasn't tracking all of my food. I was eating chocolates and cake and stuff and I wasn't telling my trainer or my coach. And that's on me for not being honest. 
and I was half-assing my gym workouts and pausing them early and then going, oh, but I haven't lifted any heavier. And my gym coach would say, yeah, but that's so bizarre because, you know, you've been going to all these sessions. Yeah, but I wasn't going to all of them. So honesty is key. And that one takes a lot of self-reflection and a lot of being uncomfortable. And being uncomfortable is where you grow. So that one's going to take a little bit of time. Point five is your support circle. So this one is super important. You need to have people in your life who are going to uplift what you're doing. There's no point having the goal of losing weight if your partner or the people you live with are eating fucking junk all the time, making it really hard for you, telling you, oh, you know, just have this one pizza for dinner. It's not a big deal. You need to communicate. This is this is where it's your responsibility to communicate with these loved ones and say, I've actually decided to do this. This is my goal. I'm doing it for my health or I'm doing it for my mental health or I'm doing it because I want to feel strong or whatever the why is and I'd like your support. I don't want the pizza. I want to consume foods that I think are really beneficial for my body and that will energize me. And at the moment, it's not pizza. Might be next week or the week after. I want to have a break. But right now, I want to focus on my goals. And those people who really love you around you will go, yep, angel, fuck yeah, got you. I'm here for you. I'll be your motivation. I'm going to keep you accountable. Let's fucking do this. So obviously, it's hard. There are some families who, you know, you live with mum and dad and they do all the groceries. And how the fuck are you supposed, if you're 16 or 17, how are you supposed to go, oh, but mum, like I need my salads this week. Maybe that's where you go. Maybe I should get a part-time job and buy a few extra groceries or just have a smaller portion of, you know, whatever carbs. Say say if mum's doing a huge thing of potato mash, some veggies on the side and a protein you know, you can have a medium portion. You don't need to go for seconds. You don't need to have double the amount of potato mash you normally have or just, you know, moderation. It's hard when obviously I know some families just have crazy amounts of food, but there are ways to work around it. So yes, and just communicate, communicate with your parents what your goals are or your caregivers or whoever you're living with. So yes. Number six, what is your why? Now, I had a coach actually in the past and she really harped on this why, 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 what's your why? I was like, I don't know. I just want to look hot. <laughs> like, I don't really have a why. I just wanted to lose weight and look fucking sexy. So this one is really hard. Like sometimes for clients, it'll be, I want to lose five kilos. I want to fit into the dress for formal. I want to run 5K. That's very superficial and shallow. And that's what my goal was. My goal was to lose some body fat and put on muscle and have a really toned body. That's a pretty standard goal for most most people. But what is the genuine deep-rooted why that is going to get you out of the bed to the gym and that is going to stop you from picking up that, you know, tub of ice cream and go for the protein shake instead and go, you know what, this is why I'm going to do that. What is it? So this can be a little bit uncomfortable. For me, it confused me. Um... I'm going to just tell you what worked for me. So I really sat and went, why do I want to lose this body fat? Well, I had just come out of a toxic relationship and I wanted to have my revenge body 
and I wanted to have a sense of control and feel powerful. That was my why. And it wasn't going to control as in I wanted to have a toxic relationship with food and control everything I ate. It was I wanted to feel in control of my body and I wanted to be in control of my potential. And my potential was to be the strongest, fittest, hottest, most healthy version of myself. And I wanted to feel alive and energized because for so long I just felt so tired and exhausted from arguing and disagreements and we just ate so much junk and I just felt bleh and I didn't want to feel that anymore so that was my way for some people I actually did ponder this if they want to lose weight is your why because you're insecure now this is also another element of it it's body image you look yourself in the mirror you see something like for me example I see my butt and I go oh man that's so tiny like I wish I had a big butt and you know it's actually okay for you to go my why is because I want a fucking dump truck and that's cool as long as it's done in a healthy manner and you have a positive relationship with food where you're okay to eat carbs and you're okay to eat protein and fats then I don't see why it can't be that I want to feel like a healthy version of myself and have a revenge body whereas if you want to lose a little bit of body fat I think if you have a healthy relationship again with food and not overtraining then I don't have an issue with your why being that you're wanting to fix your physique I also do think there's an element of mental health there with body image you should love your body just because you want to lose weight doesn't mean you don't love your body So I think it's finding that balance where you love your body, but you also want to be a healthy version of yourself. That's another conversation for, I think I have a body image podcast. I definitely delved into that. (laughs) Um, Another one is, is your why because you have health problems? You know, I have family, friends or whoever who have diabetes or have, you know, different bowel diseases or whatever they've got. Is it that you're wanting to lose weight because you're going to live longer? And you're going to have a better quality of life. So I think that it's important that you find your why. Because it basically will get you out of bed. It will help you eat better. It just sustains your entire goal. Now, my take-home message for this pod is quite valuable. So I hope you listen carefully. At the end of the day, The five kilo weight loss or the five kilometer run or whatever the short term goal is, the dress, the body fat percentage, the bigger butt, whatever it is, that is short term. What you're really building here isn't a six week fix or a nine week fix or an overnight ab session, whatever it is. It's it's not that. You're actually fixing your relationship with fitness, your relationship with food, health, the gym, your body, your body image, your mental state. It's a forever thing. You and all those things are forever things. So you need to make this fitness journey sustainable and realistic and enjoyable and fun. You need to find exciting gym sessions and fucking awesome music and different locations that you can wake up and go, fuck, I'm so excited to go to this gym class and, you know, create a community at your gym or create a community online with your coach or with your different people online that you see on YouTube. It's about creating this life 
where you become the healthiest and most fulfilled version of yourself. And rather than focusing on this tiny, I want to be the skinniest version of myself, don't focus on that. Focus on loving your body and moving your body and consuming fun, good foods that energize you and feeling excited to get out of bed to go and work on your body and move it and feel grateful for moving it. It's, it's a forever thing. This whole gym thing, this whole fitness journey thing, it's a forever thing. So I thought that would be a good take-home message. All right, something that we do on the pod is my fave of the week. My fave thing this week has been the Evolve You app. So I did make a YouTube um, channel on that. Oh, not channel, lol. I made a YouTube video on that, little plug. <laughs> Why not? Um, loved the Evolve You app. The whole YouTube video goes into like what it actually is. I basically gist of it, 100% recommend. Does cost you money, but again, health is an investment. I think it cost me, or I don't want to, don't quote me on this, about $14 a week, maybe. There are lots of free sessions though on Chrissy Chellers and the Evolve You social media pages. So if you can't afford the app, no judgment, it happens. I have been there. Sometimes I am still there. Um, yeah, there are lots of free sessions on their social media platforms and on my platform. Definitely a good thing to trial though. I know they do a 14-day trial. I really help. It really helped me get back into the gist of what I want my training focus to be. Yes, the Evolve You app. Alrighty, my friends, that has been the pod on why you cannot stay on track with your goals and basically how to have a better relationship with your goals and to create this longevity and this sustainable fitness journey. All right, I love you and do something for yourself today, please. Even if it's just a little walk or go get yourself a $5 hot chocolate or if you, you know, feel like a little chocolate freddo, go get a fucking chocolate freddo or go do a face mask. Just do something for you. You fucking deserve it. All right. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.